This episode is brought to you by Red Riding Hood, the manga-inspired take on the classic fairy tale for readers grades K through 2, written by Christina Oxtra. In Red Riding Hood, readers review the classic story in a brand new way, with twists in the story, more diverse characters, and featuring Japanese aesthetics incorporated throughout. Red Riding Hood is part of a series published by Capstone and written by various artists with unique takes on your childhood favorites. Look out for Red Riding Hood, available on Amazon and your local bookstores. Congratulations, Christine, on your first published book. The link is in the show description. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Nintendo Power Block, episode 209. I am one of your hosts, Corey Deergan, alongside me. As always, is that retro code Eddie V. Dot MU, please make bad dudes reboot. Hello, everybody. My mic was muted. Whoops. Oh, oh, I was like, oh no. <laughs> I was just oh. saying, nobody wants a bad dudes remake. Nobody, nobody wants a bad dudes. Oh, remake. I think Ed muted you, actually. I think that was intentional. Uh, oh, well. <laughs> thanks, Ed. You ruined the show. You're fired. Uh, oh. <laughs> what what happened? I, I blocked out. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> Joining us as always is uh, the wonderful Celeste Roberts. Good evening, everyone. I hope you guys are staying safe and healthy, and I hope that this second hurricane heading our way is not destructive. Yeah, there's a little bit of a concern for. I almost said concerned that you weren't going to make it tonight, but that sounds terrible. Uh, <laughs> concern of like you were unable to make it because you were in danger, which would have been terrifying. So I'm glad oh. you're not in danger. So uh, also joining us, special guest, uh, I would say, I think it's safe to say an indie switch guru. We're going to call you. We'll find out if that's true sooner or later. But oh, gosh. Dan Murphy. Pressure. Yay! How are you, Dan? Good, good. Thank you for having me, guys. Uh, how should people? How do people know you on the internet? Should people? Should people know you? Do should people find you? No. Do you want people to follow you? No. <laughs> I mean, nobody. Like nobody should really know me. Um, on Twitter, I'm at uh, dcd99. Um, I just, you know, for gaming, I like to follow a few podcasts like you guys and um just really try to enjoy myself with it so i'm i'm just a regular guy (laughs) just regular guy dan murphy yeah regular guy i went to dan's animal crossing island it is something else nice it is beautiful and i i can only imagine what you've done to it since then can can i just can I just hire you guys to come clean up my Animal Crossing island and just <laughs> pick all the weeds right. and all the bushes and stuff? Because uh, it's, it's somewhat cathartic just picking weeds in Animal Crossing for some reason. <laughs> but not in real life when it's hot. No, not at all. I mean, <laughs> that's I th- why I said in Animal Crossing. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I need to just try it again because I think I started the game at the worst time where like the Easter event was going on. And every time I would pick up a rock or shake a tree, it would just be an egg that fell out. And I was just like, I need to progress through this game. You're giving me too many things I don't want or need. And that scary rabbit is just like, it looked like a, it looked like a rejected Chuck E. Cheese 
character, but more like from like the late 80s, early 90s, and like it had just started rotting, like the Ninja Turtles costumes that you see on the internet. What's that uh, Freddy gang? Five Nights at Freddy's? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he probably would have been like the leader in that game. That. That rabbit, but the DLC, <laughs> scary, scary rabbit, scary, scary rabbit. So, well, for a little behind the scenes stuff, we did not record last week because we are shifting everything around. Uh, there's a, there's a too much going on here. Uh, it's it's just not. It's just been a week and a half. Ed and I just messaging back and forth. I'm talking to Celeste about other things. I'm talking to the group chat, which has expanded. We didn't record last week because we moved the show live recording to Mondays, and the show will now go up on Wednesdays on podcast feed. So everybody who doesn't get a show on Tuesday, and you're like, where's it at? That's why. So uh, Because we are launching our PlayStation show this week. And uh, that is... People asked for it, so I I guess we're doing it. We found a bunch of people that wanted to do it, so we were like, sure, you you do that. I'm just going to sit here and play some Switch while you you guys are recording. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, just to add to the housekeeping, uh, Crossroads PlayStation Podcast will be launching on podcast services this Thursday. It's live right here on twitch.tv slash BossRushGames on Tuesday nights featuring Leron, uh, Logan and uh, Brody Foltz from the Diggity Podcast, and of course uh, Nelly. So should be a good time. Yes. Should be a Yay. should be a good good show. A lot of personality I can, there. I cannot wait to watch the pilot episode. Uh, I can't wait I to sit home. here for forty five minutes and watch them argue who's going to host the show because there's so much personality <laughs> in that show. Uh, no, I think I think they figured it out. They they had a group meeting last night. I, I don't know how it went because we were doing Arsenal X, but we'll see how it goes. I'm excited. Uh, by the way, Logan is doing some killer animation stuff for us. Uh, we're actually going to look like a real YouTube channel. <laughs> it's just like, it's going to be. We're a real YouTube channel yeah. now. We put yes. on our big boy animations, not our pre rendered iMovie ones, and work some trickery. Uh <laughs> Anyways, this is Nintendo Power Block, Boss Rush Games, Nintendo Podcast. Every week, Celeste, Edward, and I, as well as our friends from around the internet, come together right here on twitch.tv slash Live to talk about the latest news, rumors, releases, and your questions in the world of Nintendo. If you can't join us live, no big deal. You can head on over to youtube.com slash Games and podcast services everywhere. Just search for Nintendo Power Block. You can also find our family shows by searching for Boss Rush Games. Remember to like, subscribe, share, rate, and review wherever you consume our show and check out all of our content on bossrushgames.com. It's time for Nintendo snacks. Who wants to go first? Who's eating good snacks? Dan's going to go first because he's our guest and we're going to put him on the spot. Yes. That's fair. Oh man. Guess I, I really don't have anything exciting to report. Um, what are you my drinking girlfriend there? makes a mean key lime pie. That's pretty good. Um, I get a Sierra Nevada pale ale. Oh, that's <laughs> a, that's a snack. For yeah, <laughs> um, but aside from that, no, I, I really don't have uh, much interesting in that department. It's tell right. me about this. Key, tell me about this key lime pie. Yeah, 
this this segment is more for these two here. I'm not <laughs> I've, I've listened that and lying. I can tell. <laughs> um, I, I don't know how to describe it. It's just a regular key lime pie with a nice crust. Uh, is it is it homemade or is it like brought from a grocery store? Or? Homemade. Homemade. She makes it. Oh. Is she open to sharing the recipe? <laughs> Probably. I mean... <laughs> I don't know if she was a baker or something, and it's a trade secret. I, I, you know, I don't know. I don't pay attention. I just, I enjoy <laughs> the good parts of it. So. Well, I didn't want to. I didn't want her to say I can't share it because that's how I make my living. <laughs> well, Dan, do you have any go-to snacks? Like, if you go to a store, and sometimes you'd be like, "Oh, I gotta leave the, leave the store with like a bag of Twizzlers or anything." He told uh, you, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. <laughs> I'm pretty boring, man. It's uh, chips and salsa. That's that's probably my number that's one. Good. I'm a yeah. good. I like a good chip and salsa. Yeah. Now, are you yes. like a regular chip guy? Or are you like a? I need a hint of lime or avocado chips. Like. No, no. I go. I go all natural. Okay. I, I'm there to taste the salsa, not the chip. That's fair. You know what? That's good. <laughs> Is it like Tostito brand or just like any kind of brand? Any kind of brand. Whatever's there. Whatever oh. the biggest bag is, I guess. <laughs> well, do, you, <laughs> do you like cold salsa, hot salsa, any salsa? Medium or hot. Not the uh not the mild. Yeah, I, like I go it. I go medium. Yeah. I like a good hot salsa. I need my mouth to burn and like I can uh, melt some metal with my mouth when I'm done. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I need. I want to clear my sinuses. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to sign a waiver, but I do want it hot. Yeah, <laughs> I I can't touch hot. Uh, uh, man, I'm hungry now. <laughs> Tell you what, speaking of speaking of food, my my wife made dinner and she put a little bit of seasoning on some chicken, but also made some surprise me with some corn on the cob tonight. Let me tell you, you just put just lather a little bit of butter on there with some seasoning yes. salt, and I'd be like, I'm like one of them stupid cartoons where it's just like a typewriter going across. Oh, yeah. It's gone. <laughs> you do seasoning salt on, on it? Yeah. I know they just do the butter. Or well, I used to do salt and pepper on it, but then like Lowry seasoning yeah. salt changed my life about five years ago when I start when I was working at the restaurant still, and like mm-hmm. we used Lowry's for everything. I'm like. Okay, this is good on fries, but it, what does it taste like on the rest of this stuff? And it just changed my life. My mom, when she cooks it, she, she'll she put the seasoning salt on it to cook it, and then we just add the butter at, after it. Because um, I think she was just like, it gets too much if you just throw it on uh, after it's cooked. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's fair, I guess. Uh, anybody else got any interesting snack snack toys yes yeah, so i went out of town and uh came back with some snacks i actually um went to a beef jerky out there and uh came back with some gummy bears uh <laughs> some um you they didn't have a beef gun- jerky outlet and brought home gummy bears. <laughs> gummy bear beef jerky pieces? So I, uh, they, they actually, it's a, a particular brand, and I'll post it later because uh, I forgot to bring it in the house. Um, they have beef jerky on the wall, but they sell other stuff with it. Um, so, because uh, I got Korean barbecue beef jerky. Oh, uh, so good. Oh. And uh, it's... They went from 
they have uh, two different bags. So their red ones are for the tender beef jerky. Their black bags are for the hard, like real kind of beef jerky. And so I was just like, I, I need the tender one. So I can't wait to try the Korean. Um, but uh, they had, um, you know, those kind of fruit, the fruit ones. Uh, they're like gel- fruit jellies. Uh, they had a bag of those. They also had, surprisingly, and I was going to get it, uh, chocolate dip insects. Ew. So you will actually be able, they were like $3. And what happens is, is that if you buy it, it, go, it gets donated to a charity um, for it. Oh, that's um, a good but yeah, so they had worms and they had, and I was just like, I should do it, but I'm not going to. Um, next, next time you're time there, I... you should do it and just film, film it and throw it up on our YouTube page. That way, like we get six billion views and become super rich off of you eating chocolate bugs. Yeah, I, I will. <laughs> you should will. live stream it too. Just <laughs> Twitch IRL. Just just eat some eat some bugs. Just do it. It'll be fine. Yeah, I, I, I probably will. Uh, but yeah. I will not reimburse you. <laughs> Where'd you go and plan to reimburse me? No. <laughs> uh but yeah, uh I had I had that I had some uh fried rice. Um and this fried rice was just like from a high end Japanese place and man it was so good. Actually had like mushroom soup from from also was just like it was so amazing. I by the time I even got to the meal to eat like my uh, shrimp, my egg yolk, and all of this other stuff, I was almost about to pass out, out the chair. <laughs> like, because it was literally so good. That Japanese was just so good. Um, I I came back with a full belly, and I was just like, ooh, this drive, this two-hour drive home was going to be a wreck. <laughs> I had to let my stomach settle. Um but yeah, it was it was really really good, um, and thank God for Rockstar Fruit Punch because that kept me up for my drive. Uh, I love Rockstar Fruit Punch. Uh, it's, it's been it's just so good, and it, only certain stores around here now carry it. So, um, but that's my uh, my Nintendo snacks that I had, uh, or my snack tender, I should say. That's the kind of stuff that I had right now. We um, had a. I, we had a discussion I, at work the other day about fruit punch, and I think that that's like the biggest lie in the entire world that anybody likes fruit punch because fruit punch is just the worst drink of all time. Are you serious? Yeah, fruit punch sucks. <laughs> oh no, yes, depends on it, you know, but it actually depends on which brand that you're drinking because I grew up making Kool Aid, and fruit punch was our staple. No, there's um, only one way to drink uh, fruit punch, and that's to open it and then pour it down the sink. You are. No, you know what? I'm gonna throw a Man, we're, we're about to see up. a fight on Twitch. <laughs> right. Because, <laughs> right. like, wouldn't be the worst brand- thing we've ever fought about. <laughs> <laughs> there's a brand called Knee High. Uh, they make great fruit punch. Um, and, and just, it kind of just depends on who makes fruit punch for you. Because, like, I used to drink a lot of Hawaiian punch until they took out the, uh, sugar so they reduced it uh, even capri sun they had some really good fruit punch um but now it's just like it just really depends on who you get that makes some bomb fruit punch hmm. no i'm gonna make a bold statement and say there's no bad fruit punch out there oh <laughs> it's all good <laughs> well i don't know if i like this guy it's just, this might be his last appearance on this show uh, you know what? I'm, I'm 
I'm gonna order you some some candy, Corey. It's gonna be full of peanut butter. Please don't. <laughs> All these flavors, Corey, and you chose please don't. salty. Uh, please don't. Please don't send me anything peanut butter. <laughs> unless it's that's, a, his, that's his kryptonite. <laughs> unless it's unless it's honey peanut butter, I'll I'll eat it. But just I, do they make that? Yeah, yeah, it's the only mm-hmm. peanut butter I'll eat. <laughs> I've never seen it at uh, all. Well, you're you missing out, Ed. Cookie butter? What? Oh, what did you say? Cookie butter? <gasps> That's good. The um, what so is good. it? It starts with an S. It's like splen spoot. I've tried one at Sprouts. I don't know if you guys have that grocery store near you guys. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh. Um, I've heard of it. Yeah, they make like uh, it's it's peanut butter, but it tastes like cookies. It's amazing. Yes. What's that? There's oh, one. Like it's like Biscoff, and um, it t- oh. it's delicious. Yeah, Biscoff. it's so good. Speculus. Speculus. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing this. Cookie butter. <laughs> you know what? I think from what I know of that entire word you just tried to say, it sounds spot on. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, what's the last you been having any snacks? Well, I committed treason a few oh, weeks boy. ago. I live in southern Louisiana, and Dan can probably attest to what kind of food we have over here because he's been to New Orleans a bunch of times. It's usually very spicy, very Creole, very Cajun, and I love Tony Sachery's seasoning. And I went to the store for Old Bay so I could compare them. How'd it go? <laughs> I prefer Tony Sachery's. <laughs> I, Old Bay is okay. That rhymed unintentionally, but it is, it, I, I could definitely taste the bay leaf in it. It's it just, it's not as salty, which is probably a good thing for my heart. <laughs> You're <laughs> saying old salty. bay isn't as salty? Yeah. Tony Satchery's wow. is like double the salt because I was reading the nutrition labels to compare them to see mm-hmm. what the differences are. And yeah, Old, old Bay this... was a little bland. It's okay. It, it's flavorful. It's just doesn't sound okay, Celeste. Sounds it... like you're having a real hard time. <laughs> I'm trying to be yourself. nice to my is it... northern friends. <laughs> is it like is is this like set on like sandwiches, fries? Uh... It's um, you can put it on eggs. You can put it on seafood. You can put it. Oh, so on... it's actually seasoned. Like it's a powder. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. But uh, I, I I live in the land of Old Bay up here in like Maryland D.C. area and um. Uh, it's mostly on seafood. You'll find yeah. it on seafood, and then when they put it on other things like fries and stuff, it just isn't as good. But now, Dan, have you had boiled seafood down here before? Yes. Okay. Is it different compared to how they make it where you are? Yeah, I couldn't tell you what's different about it, but it's like way different in the south. Do you have a preference, and you will not hurt my feelings if you're no, I, I prefer, <laughs> I, like, I love the food in Louisiana. It's it's so good, like that spicy Creole food. It's, I, I'd have a heart attack if I lived there, but when I go and visit, it's, like, all I can eat. <laughs> we don't eat like that every day. <laughs> I promise. I promise. The level, the level of gumbo, how would you base it? Like, Louisiana gumbo versus outside. Oh, Louisiana's the best. Once you have it there, you can't eat it anywhere else. And he has relatives, so he has the benefit of having homemade food. Eh. <laughs> eh. <laughs> the 
restaurants are great. Because, <laughs> like, my mom, when she cooks it, you know, she makes uh, definitely the, um, you know, okra, the rice, the chicken, um, the uh, shrimp and stuff like that. Um, and she used certain seasonings, but I don't know if Louisiana have a certain particular season for their gumbo. Um, I, I'm not a snob about Louisiana food because a, a lot of people from outside the state put tomatoes in it and people are quick to um, vilify them for that. But if you like the way it tastes, I don't care what you put in your you, food. You know what? I never thought that tomato would be in gumbo. It's not supposed to be. But <laughs> it, a lot, some people um, like to put it in there from like out of state. But I, if you enjoy it that way and it makes you happy... You're mm-hmm. still gonna get your level of cholesterol, <laughs> the bad cholesterol. Look, so I don't I, care. All I'm gonna say is, if Fair I could take, if I could take five <laughs> bites and be ready for bed for a good nap, your gumbo has succeeded. If yes. I can eat the whole bowl and I'm not tired, we need to talk. <laughs> yeah, then it, then it's just soup. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, I will send you guys a picture of um, a recipe from a down the bayou cookbook cajun cookbooks and i will send you guys the gumbo recipe if you want to make it i still, absolutely will i'm still ready for granny uh granny roberts uh, she could make oh this. yeah you're gonna kidnap my grandma yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i, I teased Celeste uh dan about like uh, if i visit louisiana that i was gonna kidnap, kidnap her grandma or i might marry her and be like you're coming up to the north <laughs> say bye, say bye bye, because she knows how to cook. So I was just like, let me taste this good old cooking. <laughs> wow. What? Uh, I, 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 we did our uh, snack course. <laughs> I, I wish mean, I could we... kidnap. I wish I could kidnap you and <laughs> sometimes, Corey. Because when I came to eat, man, y'all, you, y'all two threw down. I was just like, I'm about to, like. I mean, I we did. Here? We cooked. A, we did a lot while you were here. I think I ate more that week than I did the last like. <laughs> I don't know. Too long. Too we have we have more eating to do. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, I did have a giant burrito for dinner this weekend. That was awesome. Nice. That's about you know. That's it. I, I look. If I could eat Casa del Rio Express every weekend, I would. And I know, I know. On Tower Casuals, we talk about Earl's sandwich every weekend, and I do. I do <laughs> would eat there every day as well. But this burrito uh, was awesome. I, ever, I hope to go to that sandwich place one day and taste their sandwiches there's one in Chicago where? I don't know I just know I went on their website and there's one in Chicago oh I'm about to find it and give it a good old try you should you should get but the I, uh, oh what? go ahead uh, I, go you ahead. should get the you should get the original you should get a Hawaiian barbecue and you should get oh, a BLT. Those are my three suggestions. Although, can't really go wrong with any of the choices. The club is very good. The ham is very good. But I would, I would probably go in there just to be like, I want to try something different. Because like, a, I would do the BLT because I don't really eat a lot of that. And me and you talked about that, Corey. Um, but like club sandwiches and ham sandwiches, I've done that so much. You know, not That's this one. That, but I've, 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 I've had to think about it. Let me meditate. Okay, oh, this conversation is making me want a midnight snack later. <laughs> <laughs> Look, 
<laughs> Look, yesterday night I went to Checkers and got me a chicken sandwich. That sounds like That's, something you would do. It sounds delicious, but I'm yeah. nervous about when, heartburn. When we got when we got off of Arsenal X and when we we were while I was editing, we were talking and when I got off, I was like, I'm going to be he's like, I'm going to get a milkshake. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so nice. uh, sadly I didn't get a milkshake. <laughs> Man. All right, so we're going to actually talk about some Nintendo now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Poor Daniel. He's like, I came to talk I about video games. I <laughs> hey, I was having fun talking about Old Bay and all these, <laughs> all these things. Don't worry about me. Uh, the, uh, the There was an Indie World Showcase last week, and it was very good. I was very pleased with a lot of the things that they showed, uh, mm. particularly... Uh, Raji, the an ancient epic, looked really good. Hades was a nice surprise to see, although I don't really care about roguelikes, but uh, I will play anything that uh, Supergiant puts out. Uh, and there's there's just a bunch of other things, like Spirit Fair and, and Untitled Youth Game getting an update and stuff. So um, in general, before I'm sure Ed has a plethora of notes ready about this uh, showcase, but anybody have any favorites that stood out? to you uh there there was a lot of stuff in this uh, i was quite surprised at how much they packed into this thing uh well, dan we're gonna dan. start with you yeah yeah All right. um so during the direct um i feel like with these indie directs nintendo never really shows anything that they've talked about before so that's kind of what makes these things so much fun because everything is just brand new in these indie directs. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, like we were talking about before when you go projecting all these things. Like, no, so I um, I ended up downloading uh, Evergate. Do you, do you guys remember that one? Yeah. 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 It looks like Celeste, the game. It, it reminds you the gameplay of Ori in the Blind Forest. Yeah, and it's very, very different than Ori. I think um, just, you know, visually it looks a lot the same of uh, Ori, but it's actually like a very unique game. Um, And I was thinking about it. I was like, how do I explain this? Because it's so unique. Like, um, you just have to, basically you're a little spirit and you're trying to re-grant your memories to basically find your soul. and there's all these different memories kind of blocking it from an outside um, spirit. So you kind of go through these worlds where you use different um, crystals, I guess, and you use you use them to power yourself through this puzzle platformer type of game. So each level is pretty linear, um, and it's a puzzle, and there's just like one direct way. But you also have the challenges of like picking up the three feathers and breaking all the crystals in the level, or you can do a time trial. So I've had a ton of fun with that because um, they, it was just very addicting fi- figuring out the puzzles. I thought the music was great and kind of told the story for the game. Um, so that that one was a lot of fun. I just played it too fast, and it's over. <laughs> yes, so, you beat it a few days ago, huh? I I have I haven't played a game that hard in forever. Like I think I logged twenty hours in like three days. <laughs> wow! Like, I think the yeah. last time I played a game that hard was Zelda, <laughs> to, yeah, or seriously. Fire Emblem, maybe. Uh, yeah, like when I was stuck inside in the winter or something. Like, but I was just like. 
I have to play this game. It's just so much fun. Yeah, it have you coming back? Because I was wondering how long the game is. Like, you could probably beat the game without doing the hundred percent completion in like ten to twelve hours. Oh, that's a that's good. That's a that's an average gameplay. That's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's an indie game. Um, and I've I've followed the guys on Twitter and stuff, and it just seems like a really cool team. So it's like it feels good to support these people as well too you know mm-hmm. what i mean and i followed the composer and he's like he shows clips of like them making the music and they're like orchestra theme so it was it was cool it was a good experience we we talk about indie compose like composers who do stuff for indies on um, games and their more their music is becoming more memorable than some of the big names you know yeah. um because it's just like you said earlier the music kind of tells the story Right um, in the game, and so when you hear when you hear that, you just be like, "Why?" I think a lot of people don't realize that. I think, firstly, for me, I want more indie soundtracks to come out than some of the first party and third party games. Right, you know, um, because I'm just like their music is just like on the it's on the same level as a big name company, and it's crazy how. The world of indie has done that yeah and i think the coolest part too is like there's just so much passion and caring mm-hmm. out of the um you know out of the producers and the developers and basically anybody that was involved with that music uh score i think there was five of them um and you know just watching the videos it's just so cool yeah it looks absolutely gorgeous yeah yeah, no, it really does. Right. Yeah, so that was a super fun game, and um, I also downloaded a short hike. Uh, I don't know if you guys have played that. No, but I want to play it. It's it looks list. like it looks like a DDS deliberately game. designed DS HD DS game is what it looks like. I Just- think I think it was an Apple Games port, maybe. Um, I know it was on some other system or something that uh, you was know. This- was this one of the uh, Apple Arcade games that they ported uh, it, over? It might have been, um, but yeah, it's like a, it's a cheeky, fun game. You're just this little bird trying to climb a mountain, and that's it. You could beat it in 20 minutes, or you could beat it in, <laughs> you know, you could take your time and explore the islands and stuff, um, and you know, you collect things to move on into different areas. So you're a bird hiking as opposed to flying. You glide. Oh yeah. yeah, and you you have to collect these golden feathers to make her uh, puff up a little bit, and then you can glide down. It looks so cute. Yeah, it's a really chill game. I, I you know I just it was like four bucks or something. I went into it expecting nothing, and I was like, this is actually really fun. Well, it, it, <laughs> it's it, it's so funny because it's called a short hike, but they talk about all the extra stuff you could do in it. Yeah, a little bit longer. But yeah, I, it looks really good. Yeah, so it was it was fun. I mean, it's it's worth the four bucks you pay for it. And it's like just something if you, you know, it's a secondary game. So if you're burnt out from whatever you're playing, if you're on hour 190 of Xenoblade, you're like, I'll play a short hike and <laughs> relax a bit. Don't you have like a bunch of games going on at once too? I I usually do. I always have like a main game that I play and then like a secondary game. Um, 
you know, so like right now I've been kind of slugged. What um, is the main game you're playing right now? So my main game, right? (laughs) No, my main game is uh, Paper Mario right now. Yes. Yeah. So I kind of been slowly going through it. Um, Have you guys all played it? I beat it yesterday. Yes. 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 (laughs) Uh, I'm still. I'm still playing it. Uh, I just got uh, uh, past the bomb part. a certain section of it so now i'm like in a desert yeah i'm i'm actually in the same spot like right at the uh yellow streamer yeah that's where I'm yeah at. yeah uh geez little surprisingly emotional part at the beginning of that chapter huh <laughs> you know what not really me. not really no, I, I i i miss bobby <laughs> ed, ed has no feelings yeah i do i do have feelings (laughs) but yeah paper mario is fun um it's kind of my main game and then you know i switched to like some sort of indie or just something like really laid back that's like my secondary game so you know i actually played celeste before i played evergate um and I, i don't know if you guys have played celeste but that game is a blast it is on my xbox one uh because it was like Games for Gold, um, and I just haven't started it. But uh, I I play something like it's called Lightfall. Okay. Um, yes. It's almost like Celeste. It's really good. Yeah, you should play. Um, you should play Lightfall. I went to PAX East uh, three, two and a half years ago at this. Two years ago at this point. Yeah, because it was right before my kid was born. So yeah, and I went and actually played Lightfall. Uh, at their booth and I was like I was just walking around looking at stuff uh, and I saw this booth and like nobody was in it and I kind of kind of when you see that you like kind of feel bad and you just kind of like kind of wander over and I'm like this game is amazing why is nobody lined up to play this game because like it was it was games like uh, at the time it was like below uh, which hadn't come out yet and Guacamelee mm-hmm. 2 and uh, there was this kind of top-down zombie game for switch that was sitting there and it was just everybody was playing those games and you just see this guy standing there with a laptop and a steam controller with lightfall on his laptop i'm like i'll check this out i played it probably for like 20 minutes and i was like this is a must buy and i it was and then it was in one of the nintendo directs yeah and uh yeah it's like it's like celeste meets sonic if sonic was good um because it's like it's like really fast paced and it's like if sonic was a real platformer this is how you would want sonic to feel uh Mm -hmm. mixed with celeste and there's actually like a bunch of lore in the game that you you get into these special rooms and you hit these tablets and you read about the world and everything it's really it's awesome if you haven't checked it out you should definitely check it out we did a uh we used to do this show called uh well, we used to call it an indie showcase, and now we're yeah. kind of transitioning into indie masterclass. Uh, we did a light a lightfall episode, and it's just it's awesome. It's so nice. good. Yeah, it was. It's literally a lot of people after they seen it in the Nintendo Direct, people were buying it, talking about it. Um, so yeah, it's it's really. I haven't I have it on my system. I need to play more of it. I'm stuck at this one part, and it's just like, <laughs> but and I and I. Think it's one of those games that you continue to try and when you make progress you really feel good about it 
Yeah, I think Celeste gives you that kind of same sense of satisfaction because it's actually a pretty forgiving game. Um, if you die, you respawn almost in the same spot. Uh, but like you know, it's so it's just it just feels so rewarding, and those are those types of games are just great. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Lightfall but- is like oh, so good. <laughs> Lightfall is so good. Now, now uh, I just want to play Lightfall again. <laughs> uh, but Daniel, any more? Any any other um, games? So I don't. I'll probably uh, I'll probably get something next. I'm not too sure out of that indie direct. Um, so Manifold Garden looked kind of cool. I don't know if you guys remember that one. Yeah, uh, it's like that kind of trippy puzzle-looking game. Yeah, that yeah. seemed really cool to me. And um, Raji looked really good, and uh, Hades looked Hades looked really good too. Yeah, I actually, like, like actually an MC got Escher painting. I actually got Raji, and it's uh, the music is amazing. I only played it for about fifteen minutes, but it's it wasn't really what I expected it to be, but it's actually more of what I what it wanted it to be it's kind of a exploration puzzle game with amazing music the music is amazing i i i've I've been wanting to get it uh but i just didn't even think about it it yet because i was just like is this prince of persia meets metroid ish um i don't i'm not far enough to give you that information but it is it's really neat and a lot of people, I think a lot of people did pick it up after they seen the trailer. Um, mm-hmm. I just, I'm just like waiting on it for right now because I got a lot on my plate. But it's a game that I do plan on buying. It, you know what it kind of reminds me of, Ed? Actually, it kind of reminds me of the direction that Rhyme went, but like better. <laughs> ah, sense. okay. Uh, it's, it's really cool. Uh, I really highly recommend it. It's, it's not even anything close to what I expected it to be in it in like can, the best way possible. It came out yeah, it came out with a perfect reception. Everybody when they showed it, everybody on Twitter was just like, I gotta get Raji. I gotta get Raji. Yeah. Like it was it, like it was probably maybe one of the biggest takeaway from uh from the indie showcase outside of Hades and some other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, the animation looked really cool in Raji. That's, yeah. yeah. And like it, it does like a mix between like, uh, I don't know, Ed, you probably remember this. Remember that game, Apathion on PlayStation Four? That was games with gold. It was kind of like a Metroidvania game, but the whole art style was like the the way you see uh, Greek art on clay pots. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Like some of the cutscenes and stuff kind of remind me of that, but with like a with like a, a Hindu flair to it. And uh, yeah, man, it's it, there's some of that, and then there's some like kind of almost like uh, guacamole type animation in it, right? It, it, it yeah. just there's so many different interesting art styles within the cutscenes themselves that just fit. Yeah, I don't know how they pulled it off. It just kind of fits. All these art styles just fit. That's the one thing about the indie showcase is that I, what everybody loves about it now, every time they do it, is that they got indie developers, the indie developers around the world showcasing stuff. And even the even the one that, uh, like, I think there's a UK one that they do, because uh, I think the last one before this indie showcase, there was a there was designers from Africa making the game. Mm-hmm. And it was just like I love that they're actually showing developers around the world 
making indie games and putting it on Switch that everybody just everybody's willing to try, and if they love it, they would double dip if it gets physical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, because like Grease, <laughs> oh, I love Grease. <laughs> like yeah. and and that was a that was a game that came out of nowhere because I think it's French. I yeah, think. it is. Man, uh, so uh, side note, um, I, when I went to go uh, see Larry Corey, um, he has a the big art book. Oh yeah, that they did. It's on sale Ooh. on Amazon like all the time. Oh wow, I didn't know. It's gorgeous. Opening that, I we looked at the whole book, and I'm like, it, it, I was just like, stuff that they didn't use in the game, it will blow your mind. Yeah, that it's, like, it's on sale for thirty three dollars right now. Oh, I'm at the buy. Yeah, that thing, <laughs> that that book was gorgeous because that gang was gorgeous, and it was just something that they dropped and nobody didn't know. Yeah, so. I took a, I took probably a thousand screenshots in Gree. It was, mm, ah, so good. Yeah, but uh, Celeste. Yes, <laughs> I have a notebook full. Oh, <laughs> No, just, just a few written down. But Strap yes. in, everybody. It's going to be good. No, no, I'm not, I'm not that. I'm not a conversation hog, I promise. I am super interested in Raji, and the animation reminded me of a book I loved when I was in elementary school called One Grain of Rice. Do you guys remember that book? I heard of it, but didn't get to read it. If you look it up, it looks very similar to the art style for Raji. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful Indian tale. And I love seeing more female leads in video games. I know they're becoming more prolific, but it always mm-hmm. is really cool, especially across different cultures. I absolutely love mythology. I love folk tales, fairy tales. So I'm very eager to see this adventure. I'm interested in Hades because I love Greek mythology. And did it remind you a little bit of Samurai Jack in some ways? Did you guys get those vibes? That cartoon show? Samurai yes. Jack? I don't know yes. anything about Samurai Jack, so I don't know. The, the, I, I wish I did to buy that game because it came out. Um, I know Hades was, when they first showed it, it was an epic exclusive. Um so everybody was just waiting to see if it was going to come to any other platform. Because that, that, the animation that they showed, like the intro for it before they showed the game, that was all new. Like that, they ne- they didn't show that when Hades got announced. So Yeah, it, it looks really cool. And I'm interested in Spirit Fair because it reminds me of Studio Ghibli. Yes. Now this is a now this is a weird one because they first showed it at Xbox show Xbox at E3 2018. So I thought it was dropping for Xbox first before it went anywhere else. Well, but it's it on dropped Game Pass. on Well, yeah, but it dropped on it came out for everything after they showcased it live on uh, and said it was coming later for Nintendo. Hmm. It looks really pretty, and there's a cat in it. That's all I need. That's all I need. Everybody seems to like the cat in that game, by the way. <laughs> and the, the animation looked like it got better. It was different. Like, they mm-hmm. put in more production. Because, like, Celeste, if you check out the original trailer from the Xbox uh, Live Showcase um, for E3, you'll see where it started out as than what it became in actuality because it looks completely different than here so that's why i was saying it was weird that nintendo announced it because they did say it was coming out for everything but it was 
thought it was going to release on Xbox first, and then it would come to Nintendo and PlayStation and PC later. Huh. I didn't know that. I didn't think about that. Thank you mm-hmm. for bringing that up. Um, a Garden Story and... <laughs> yes! Dying. Garden oh, Story looked great. What, are you and... bored of Animal Crossing? You gotta play another... <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Actually, Kim Chica, who is the community manager for Rose City Games, she was on our women's panel, and she was on the Indie Showcase, if you guys remember. I know. I was so yeah. proud of her. Like, that was, that was cool. I, she, I was like, did you this I was just like, yes! <laughs> yes, I was so excited to see her in action. You play, you play as a little grape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's on my list to buy. It's on my list to buy. And um, Card Shark looks really cool. That like Romani Gypsy style mm-hmm. of yeah. music and animation. I I'm I know like two card games, and Dan and I have talked about um, what is the game that just came out in June, Dan? Uh, for uh, with all the different games. Oh, uh, Clubhouse, Clubhouse games. Clubhouse games. Yes, we were talking about the different games we play, um, and. That has taught me new card games because in real life I know BS and Go Fish. So, <laughs> so uh, this looks really intriguing. It it sounds like you can learn different parlor games and tricks. It takes place in the 1700s, and I'm wondering if you can get into duels with people if you try to trick them. That looks kind of fun. <laughs> Are you gonna fight somebody over some money lost in a card game? I don't know. People have died for less, so I don't know what's <laughs> Yeah. I, I liked the uh, guy on that, too. He seemed like, you know, he seemed like he's been through some shit in card games. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you this guy... something. Yeah, this, this guy knows where he's coming from making this game. <laughs> Maybe he's been watching some Hamilton. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? That was... Um, those are the games that really caught my attention. I'm sure I'll see more. It's... And now with digital games, it, it can feel almost overwhelming. I'm thankful for all the options, but at the same time, when I pop into that eShop on my Switch, I have to kind of take a breath. <laughs> Which, what do I want? I want everything. It's yeah. so it's so just full all the time. That eShop, just every... Like, sometimes, like, two or three times a day, they update the store with new new games. It's like, where did this come from? I was just, like, I get home from work. I'm checking the eShop while I'm, like, relaxing or whatever before dinner. After dinner, we're getting ready to watch TV, and I pull out my Switch. There's, like, five new games there already. I'm like, what is happening? Just just be like, this wasn't here, like, an hour ago. (laughs) Yeah. What about uh, Corey and Ed? Are there some games? I know we kind of talked about... Okay, so okay, so um, I am interested into Enmos. Uh, I know they've been showing more of that, but um, it looks pretty good. Um, the red, the red lantern is the one with the wolves and stuff. That was another one show that Microsoft show, uh, but it's coming to Switch, so I can't wait to see uh, more of that. Uh, struggling look weird, but I, I, I kind of turned around and i think i'm going to get bear and break <gasps> yes yeah that game yes. looks interesting thank I, you for bringing that up because i i almost forgot <laughs> the animation is it's got me and i'm like i love this <laughs> well <laughs> like, you know what's 
you know what's funny, Ed? You brought up Red Lantern and Bear and Breakfast. Bear, is it Bear and Breakfast? Bear and Breakfast, yes. yes. I, I pulled up Red Lantern, and there's this ferocious grizzly bear you're having to fight. But I think Bear and Breakfast has a completely different tone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Garden Story, yes, I want that. Uh, Manifold Garden, I'm waiting for it. And the reason why I'm waiting for it, because I think that's going to get physical. And I'm like, I want to see the box art. Because I want it, if it, if it touched down on physical, I'm buying this game physical. Cause it probably, I, it's probably going to have some kind of cool, like, metallic case that's, like, yes. real trippy and reversible. And I don't know. You'll probably have to, like, Rubik's Cube it to get it open. But, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to get Evergate. Uh, I just, like I said, um, Hypnospace Outlaw, I wasn't into, but I like the fact Nintendo was just like, they're allowing keyboard support for this game, mm-hmm. mouse and uh, keyboard. Um, Takashi and Hiroshi, I've been hearing a lot of good things. That's the stop motion one, right? Yes. Yeah. That one that, looks, that really looks cool. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a I've sucker. Been, Oh, good. Oh, I'm just gonna say I'm a sucker for stop motion anything. So same here. Same here. Uh, it reminds me of like a year without a Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh. Torchlight Three is a must-have. Um, oh, Untitled that Goose Game. Really good. Yeah. Uh, Untitled Goose Game with the co-op. Uh, hmm. I don't. I don't I understand Untitled Goose Game at all. I played it. I downloaded it off Game Pass and I played it for like a half hour. I'm like, I don't understand why people like this game. This goose is stupid. <laughs> I just deleted it. Just... I haven't. I haven't played it yet. But um, my godson came over and I let him play it. And his favorite thing to do was let it honk. <laughs> just, just incessant honking. Um... <laughs> That game is amazing. You're a goose that ruins everybody's day. How do you not get it? <laughs> Holy, have you ever wanted to ruin someone's day? Now you can without consequences in real life. Yes, that's. Yeah. I dream of ruining everybody's day when I wake up in the morning. <laughs> that's what I live for. If I can't ruin someone's day, I don't even know why I woke up that day. Uh, she, she dreams of elsewhere. It's like this Earth Brown RPG punk. Uh, like I love the color to it, and I'm like, "Ooh, I'm interested." Um, uh, and it's on my list to get. Um, Unreal. Now this is the railroad kind of game. I love trains. I am a fanatic about trains. I've been uh, ever since I've been a kid. Uh, my mom took me to a train museum, and I. I feel like I wanted to live there as a kid. It's here somewhere in Illinois. It's like a four-hour drive. And I think I'm going to... I'm, I just found out that a demo is live on it, so I'm going to get the demo and try it out. Um, I was getting nervous because I was just like, I don't know what this game is for me, but I'm willing to play something like this. It looks super fun uh, for me. Um, you guys mentioned Raji. Uh, I, like, I, I'm going to get that, like I said. Uh, I pretty much, like, I told Celeste, like, everything on here, I pretty much won't. Struggling is weird because it's like this gross, physic, weird game, and it's just like body parts and like moving this glob animal human thing around i'm like hmm i i i, I will wait for that uh going to uh i haven't played the first one yet um 
Subnautica, I really didn't care for. Um, it, it just didn't do nothing for me with that. I know it's on PlayStation and other stuff, but it just didn't do nothing for me. Uh, Cart Shark looks interesting. I, I love the animation style, and it'll probably be with, uh, it'll probably be something that I will wait a sale for. Um, and, and it's not a it's not a knock against that game. Uh, I think I'm just not in the right mindset and mood for it just yet. Um, but like overall, this whole thing I love. A short hike, I am going to pick up. Uh, thank you, Daniel, for uh, talking about it. Because uh, this sounds like it's a recommendation And I will get it um, I think I was just waiting for a lot of people To talk more about it To see if I should jump into it Because uh, a lot of these indie games I don't want to buy and let them sit I want to buy them, play them And talk about them like like literally nerd out Because it's so it's so sh- they This whole presentation Is so strong Filled with games and I'm just like, I want that, I want that, let me buy that. And Nintendo don't have, like, where you could put stuff in a cart and just buy it all at once. Because <laughs> uh, I would love to do that. Um, update your eShop, Nintendo. Let's get on it. I could do it for PlayStation and Microsoft. I want to do it for Switch. I want to put a whole bunch of indie games in here, support these developers and publishers, and just buy it all right out. And just let them download on my Switch. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> But yeah, I I those are on my list, like I said, and hopefully limited run, super rare Nicholas. Hopefully, some of these games get a physical, and I will double dip. I will pay twenty or forty dollars for this, especially if especially especially if Roger gets like a physical with a soundtrack. I'm on it, like a collector's edition. I I definitely would buy it. I gotta tell you, um, dude. Like you go on YouTube and look at the at look up uh Raji's soundtrack it's it's just it's amazing yeah, and yeah and Daniel I feel like every game is going to get a physical the moment it gets a physical folks are going to spend money on getting it and if because it's a collector's edition that's going to sell out if, like, if, it's, if that game gets a physical edition I'll double dip like yeah. I, I really liked I, I thought uh, it was that good a, a, a lot of these and that's I think that's the power of the switch in these indies a lot of people were just like it's a guaranteed double dip if the game is good that people love and they do a physical version they're going to double dip because it's not about being a collector it's about having this game in your library yeah you know and then if, if it helps keep the developer uh up and running so they can produce more content of course, we. I double dip on Shovel Knight so many times, <laughs> and with the amiibo. It, Haven't we all? <laughs> How know? many times have I bought Shovel Knight? <laughs> <laughs> I have. Okay. I've I've bought it on every single console digitally. Like I have it on Xbox One, PS4, Switch, Wii U, 3DS, all digital. I have the physical copies of Shovel Knight on Switch and Wii U. So. I have it on Switch, Wii U, uh, and on 3DS for physical. Um, I do want to play the God of War one and the Battle Toast. Is it Battle Toast for Xbox? Yeah. 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 I, I do want to do that. Um, but yeah, like people will buy this. And it's, it's, that's how powerful indies are. So when everybody, when Switch first came out and said that Nintendo won't, won't have the games, 
I don't know what they've been thinking because it's about probably already up to 700 plus some gangs on the system. And this, uh, yeah, probably more coming. Um, I think I read somewhere, I don't know if you guys can, um, you know, confirm this or not, but I read that it's like very expensive to make the cartridges for Nintendo Switch. So indie games typically have to sell like so much of it before they can start moving into this physical Mm -hmm. edition. And it kind of makes sense because the only ones I've really seen are, you know, Shovel Knight, Undertale. The big ones. So, Uh, um, you know, I think, yeah, it's kind of, it's almost like a catch-22. Like you have to have that, you know, the sales before the big thing. And and the thing about it is just that you will see that happening because indie, the indie developers will come out and you check Nintendo Life or Game Informer and it was just like our biggest sale of this game is on Switch. And then a year pass and they make whatever deal that they make is getting a physical version. And bam, you like limited run games, they wouldn't still be around if they weren't doing Switch stuff because they sell out first before even PlayStation does. And that's crazy. And people will pay the pay the 40 nobody's complaining about the price anymore if you insert uh, if if you deliver good quality not only with the game like but with stickers and uh band kept download or whatever for the soundtrack if you deliver all on that you're going to have people buy out the thing and do not unless they're reselling it i haven't seen any resales everybody just like yep yeah, all those copies are gone mm-hmm. and if they still have some left people are going to go ahead and snack it like it's that crazy. It's that crazy. Even uh, we were talking about Kamiko, how people were um, trying to get the turning their switches into the, like the eShop Japanese uh, eShop, so they could get Kamiko before it, it, like it came out here. And it's just like that stuff when it comes to indies in the eShop, and definitely with this uh, indie direct and showcase and stuff, it really just shows that people are willing to upfront the money to have the stuff on their system. You know, and they're willing to double dip if you deliver a great product. They will double dip on it again in the fiscal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, indies, man. They're just there's so many good ones. I now, now can someone give me my Just Shapes and Beats physical so I can have it? Nobody's giving you Just Shapes and Beats physical. No, the soundtrack I feel like is probably a the reason. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I uh, man, this this whole indie showcase was like it was probably one of the ones I was more interested in. I'm not really a huge indie guy. I wish I was into more indies. I just, for whatever reason, I'm just not into a lot of them. But this one actually had, like, a ton of games that I, I really want to play. So, I mean, like, Baron Breakfast looks great. Evergate, I want to play really bad. Uh, and then, uh, obviously, Raji, I downloaded instantly. Uh, so, it's... They're there. They are... They're there, but uh, we're gonna. It was a beautiful showcase. That's yeah, all I just want to say. Yeah. yeah, that was that was probably the best indie direct, and I'm I'm one of the people who like really enjoy indie games too, and that was the that one like beginning to end was real solid, including yeah. the Goose game. Including the Goose. Game. 
Man. <laughs> you may proceed, Corey. Yeah. You may segue. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the goose game, uh, we have a few questions we're going to answer. Uh, I think one of them's cheating, though, because one of them is from my fellow staff member, but that's okay. Megan, we'll answer it. Uh, our first question comes from, oh, question block. It's called the question block, everybody. Man, we've, it's been so long since we've done questions. I yeah. <laughs> we have questions for the question block. If you would like your question answered on the question block, you can email us at nintendopowblock at gmail.com or tweet at us uh, at powblockpodcast. We'd really appreciate your questions. Uh, Samantha Cross writes in. She says, what are a few great indie titles on the Switch? I know there are a lot, but I really want to nail down some better ones. Since I don't have that many, I'm going to start because there are quite a few games that I feel like on the Switch, they just, they really work. So first one, Felseal Arbiter's Mark. It is a tactical RPG in the vein of Tactics Ogre and Final Fantasy Tactics. And it's, uh, the art style is kind of like hit or miss for me. It Mm. took me a while to kind of, get used to the art style, although I'm kind of liking it now, now that I'm kind of invested. It's really good. If you want a good tactical RPG, this is, uh, it is the Final Fantasy Tactics game everybody's been waiting for. Uh, they just came out, they just came out with a $12 expansion. It's called, I think it's called Magic and Monsters, where they add a whole bunch of new, uh, monsters you can fight. They're kind of like big boss battle type things. Uh, and, uh, I, you can play it for 20 hours. You can play it for hundreds of hours. There's so many like side things you can do, uh, min-maxing your characters and finding just all kinds of cool upgrades and stuff. It's it's such a fabulous tactical RPG. Uh, that is... What was the name of that game again? It's called Fell Seal. F-E-L-L-S-E-A-L. Uh, oh. it's, it's so good. It came out last year. Uh, came out on PlayStation first, actually, and then it moved to Switch. Um, it's it's really really good. The music's really good too. Uh, if you're into the music, so Crosscode is another one. Uh, yes, is what I've heavily been invested in. It's in the running for my game of the year. It's kind of a top down, sixteen ish, thirty two bit Zelda esque RPG. Uh, more on the RPG side than a Zelda side, but. Uh, yeah, Crosscode is is definitely one you should play. Uh, let's see, I gotta I gotta pull up my Switch list to to find them. Uh, obviously, uh, obviously, I will go last on this question. <laughs> yeah, uh, Axiom Verge. Obvi- I mean, Axiom Verge Two is coming out, but Axiom Verge, if you like Metroid games, uh, definitely one to look at. Uh, Lightfall, which, which I'm assuming that one might be in the Nintendo Direct because I thought yeah. I feel like they'll probably give some sort of release date then. Uh, yeah. Lightfall, which we already talked about. Iconoclast, I know it's probably on Ed's list. Uh, another <laughs> yes! another Metroid-style game. Uh, Iconoclast is really good. The art style is really just... Oh, I, can't out of, I can't wait for people to play that game. Out of this world. Uh, Shovel Knight Treasure Trove is my favorite indie game of all time, so uh, definitely check that out. Snipper Clips, if you want two-player co-op not technically not an indie game since it's published by nintendo but it feels like one and it's just just a cute little disaster waiting to happen uh 
And uh, the messenger is... Oh, the messenger is like a... There's a big twist. I don't really want to ruin it if nobody knows what it is in the middle, but it starts out as kind of an 8-bit Ninja Gaiden game and uh, moves into something totally different in the middle. And then, of course, one of the mm. best platformers of all time, N++. <gasps> I need physical. I'm still ready for physical. I need that to happen. <laughs> I wish they would fix, fix the buttons on the Switch version because it's it's all backwards and just really messing me up just makes me mad just can we just have the b button be the jump button please can yes can we just have like the option it's nice that they now it, like the switch has the button mapping on it so mm-hmm. and you can save kind of uh you know the like the the, the profiles right and i don't want to have to do that though i just just give me, let b be the jump button you know it's not I don't think it's that difficult. Nintendo's already backwards compared to what everybody's used to, even though I would say Nintendo is actually right and everybody else is backwards, but everybody plays everything else a lot of the time, and now they think Nintendo's backwards because Xbox kind of standardized the A button at the bottom. Nintendo messed up. Just throwing that out there. That's my list. Somebody else could go now because... I'm going like I said. I'm going to go last because Samantha Cross. She's going to have, probably have to like rewind this whole thing. For, yeah, like, five I hope times. you have like three thousand dollars for Ed's list. Uh, <laughs> so that's a lot of indie games, though. How about it, you, Dan? Yes. All right. Um, so I think Golf Story is a good one. Have any of you guys played that? Yeah, I have it. Yeah, yeah. Golf good. Story is pretty fun. It's like a uh, cheeky RPG. With golf thrown in the mix, um, it's so it's yeah, it's really funny. Like the writing is great. It it, it made me laugh almost I'm, through the whole thing. Everybody's waiting for a sports story. That looks so yeah. <laughs> I am I am waiting for sports story. Um, did you see their delay message? Yeah, I did. It, well, they did this like little video one with all their characters, and it was a really cool way to just announce a delay. So. Check out like the sports story um, Twitter page. It's if there's a way to delay a game, that's a way to do it because uh, um, it was fun. Um, one of the lesser known ones that I really liked is a game called Kunai. Um, yes, I have that. I have. That oh, game. you do? Yes. What did you think of that? It's good. I they, love the art. I love the artwork. The contrast of the colors. Um, it's a Metroidvania kind of ninja style game, but it's it's funny as ever. But it's good. It's so good, and like the controls are so good and tight. Yes. And like, what's this? Yeah, called? you use it's called Kunai. Kunai. How do you spell that? K U N A I. Yeah, it's um like you're a little iPad. <laughs> and oh you're, my god! Yeah, and yes. the art style is cool. The game itself is just great. Um, because it, yeah. like, it was like what six or seven dollars when it came out. It was like really cheap. Yeah, it was, and it was like. this is kind of unfortunate for the game but um some guy on the internet just decided he was gonna like um review bomb just a random game and it happened to be kunai um so kunai ended up getting like a ton of bad reviews out of the gate uh just because this one guy wanted a review bomb with like a bunch of people so that was a bit of a bummer but um yeah the game is super fun um and you know like we were talking about celeste was a great game um 
And then another one I'd recommend is Wargroove. Have you guys heard of that? Mm-hmm. Yes, I have it. Yes. Yeah, it, Wargroove it's... is really cool. It's um it's a tactical style RPG. Um you have your heroes who have different different kind of um It's it's in the realm of Advanced Wars. Yeah, it's a lot like Advance Advance War um games. It's it's really fun. The music's really good again. Like I think that's a common thing we keep talking about in uh these indie conversations is that the music is just always so solid um but yeah those i'll, I'll stick with those war group can you play as a dog yeah you yeah. can play as a dog his mm-hmm. name is caesar oh my lord if you want a, <laughs> if you if you want a tactical game that you can also play as a dog valkyria chronicles 4 uh, also has a it's, dog it's still on my list that i need to buy okay can can the dog die no, well, they... you would Caesar. lose the game. <laughs> just don't let him die. Yeah, just, you know, give him a nice pet and say, good boy. <laughs> He's uh, so cute. Oh, my goodness. Okay, um, I'm going to close this because this dog is so cute. <laughs> just buy the game and you can look at it all the time. Yeah, now, now you have to buy it. You can go he through looked- Caesar's path. I want someone to paint me a regal portrait of this puppy so I can hang it in my house because it is so cute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's... So I am fairly new to indie games, so my list will be kind of short. I've played some walking simulators on PlayStation and Xbox, but this, they are also available on Nintendo Switch, like What Remains of Edith Finch, Firewatch, I believe Gone Home is on switch as it well. is okay yeah and what was dear esther might be yeah, on dear, switch. Mm-hmm. dear esther firewatch are the ones i need to pick up yes yes so we can do our book club special with yes. walking simulators so the one specifically on switch that i've played um, most recently today i actually picked up we should talk and that is produced by Whitethorn Games. BUTV was on our women's panel, and she's the community manager for Whitethorn Games. Okay. Let's play that game together, because I have We Should Talk. Uh-huh. And then, we'll, then we'll talk about it. We, <laughs> we, will, we should talk we'll about talk. We should talk. Yes. Yes. So it's, um, I, played it, I played one round today before our podcast recording. And it's really cool, because you can customize your sentences pretty much three or four different parts of your sentences, and that can affect the um, the endings, the outcomes. So I've just done one scenario, and I, I decided to be nice. So I, I don't... Are you guys like this? I don't like being mean in video games. <laughs> you know what? I, I... Mass Effect is going to be my example, because when I first do a playthrough, I'll go good. But when I do a replay through everything, I'm evil as ever. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm kicking everybody. I'm letting folks die. I don't give a care. Like, I try to get my thing red as always. Infamous 2, or, or even Infamous, they kind of had that same thing. I was just like, let me stay good for the first playthrough and then go evil secondly. Um, I haven't started out I haven't started a game where I play evil, but Coffee Talk I am. Not Coffee Talk. I'm sorry. Uh, We Should Talk I am. I'm staying on the trend of indie games. Undertale is a game where you can kind of choose to be evil or, you know, kind as well. So 
Um, Do you I, have a preference, Dan? For Undertale, I went with Evil. Oh. <laughs> went around fighting everybody um, because I didn't know. <laughs> oh, okay. No, you were just having a bad day and wanted to take it out on these poor innocents. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, they're not poor and innocent, but... <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, but Ed actually said the next one, Coffee Talk. It's a visual novel. It has the best soundtrack if you just want to chill out. Like, yeah. I pull it up while I'm working sometimes. And it has a Claire de Lune remix, if you guys are familiar with that classic song. Um, uh, <laughs> very popular in Twilight. Yes, I'm a fan of the Twilight series, but that's not where I first heard Claire not. de Lune. Celeste, is it bad that I got a crush on Gala? Ooh, no, yeah, I, I have know. a. Cr- I I was Team Edward all the way. No, I'm talking about from Coffee Talk. Well, like, oh, uh, Edward. Oh, Edward is yes. now Batman. So, yes, he's a he's a he's a cute guy, and his story. Well, I don't want to spoil anything. It's um. I, I'm working. I'm working my way through it. <laughs> I'll just so, say. So, Samantha, if you want to play a very chill game, but. As you play it, it echoes real-world problems like veterans' care after they return, like PTSD, what they're dealing with. It deals with relationships. It deals with social anxiety, mm-hmm. Work being a, an author, working on your project. It deals with racism. Of course, the character... Oh, there's some unique races in there. I'll leave it at that. Imagine a fantasy world, but set in... I think it's Seattle right yeah in a way yeah yes it's very soothing it's it's really cool and you get to make their drinks yeah that's really cool i uh i named my barista eddie v so it's me (laughs) being the barista (laughs) serving yeah i yeah i I gave it my name uh too because i i like to do that for those kind of games and then i played the demo of this and I'm looking forward to playing the full game of Neocab. And we've talked about it on here before. You mm-hmm. play as the last human driver for a company like Uber slash Lyft. And you again, it's another game where you your decisions can affect how people rate you as a driver, can affect the ending, I'm assuming. So, yes, it's really cool. So if the full game is anything like the demo, I'm very much looking forward for the ride. Ha. Huh? <laughs> so, is that all, Celeste? Yes, because I think you're about to pop out of your seat, right? Okay, so everybody grab your ramen bowl and get ready for a good time. So, uh, 3000 Duel, it's kind of like a 2D Souls game. Um, really easy get to get into and learn. It is challenging, but it's not hard. It it really it looks great. It's really fun. You're kind of learning uh, who you are because uh, you kind of lose lose your memories. And you got these big swords and spears, and you're able to do uh, different attacks with uh, with the speed and everything. And it's just a very addictive game. Um, Battleship Brigade. It's a great one. Uh, Blazing Chrome. Um, this is a game from Brazil. It has that 16-bit Contra Genesis vibe for it. Cause, so it's really challenging. Um, but it's a fun two-player game. Uh, Blaster Master Zero and Zero Two. Uh, Castlevania Blood of um, Curse of the Moon. Uh, Bloodstain. It's a good one. Um, Box Boy and Box Girl. 
just a really fun game. Blossom Tale, um, Cadence of Hyrule, uh, it's a great one. Cat Quest, Chasm, Child of Light, uh, it's a great one. Um, Cosmic Star Heroine, I heard, is good. Cuphead, it's like a must-have indie game mm. that needs to be on your system. It's so popular, you forget it's an indie. <laughs> yes. It's an indie game? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I've never it, played it. I need to I'm uh, super to fun. It. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Quarry Mission Cross Code. Um, uh, Dandara is a really interesting like game because it starts an African American hero, uh, female. Um, and it, 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 it's when you look at it, it's really appealing. Um, when you play it, it has a little control issues at there, but when you learn it and get into the groove, it's a beautiful, beautiful game. Um, Dead Cells. Good googly moogly. Dead Cells was just like everybody like who didn't hear about it but knew it on PC was like kind of big to it. The moment they announced that it was coming physical for PlayStation to Switch, pretty much everybody pre-ordered it for Switch. Like it's a it's kind of a rogue 2D action game um where you progress to get stronger and if you die you go all the way back but you still keep your stuff and it's a rent it randomized uh the levels that you go through um so it's a really great game it's still doing wonders they're still releasing free content and update um they're the, the original creators they did split off of it and make a new company so you can read about that uh if you care for um uh, let me continue to go down this good old list. Uh, Fair Room is a really good one. Fit Hook uh, is a popular one. Uh, Giga uh, Giga Work Art. Um, this is from Game. I think Game Freak. Uh, the people who did Pokemon. Uh, they have their own kind of indie style game. It's a Metroid two D action style game. Uh, really, really good. Oh my great good googly moogie. I love this game. You mentioned golf story. Uh, good job is hilarious. Oh, good job is a good one. Good job. Is that the is that the one we play in an office? Yes. 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 So it's worth it. It's worth oh, it. Oh, it's so fun. It's so fun. Yeah. So um, if, if I've worked in an office, should I would I relate to anything I see in this yeah. You are trying to do tasks and things are in your way and you literally just destroy stuff. So it's up to you on how you get it. It's funny. So it's if I'm fun. having a bad day at work, I'm going to... Yes. <laughs> yes. That. Uh, I mean, that's a game you play and you kind of just laugh through the whole thing. Yes. Uh, Graceful Explosion Machine. I cannot say enough great things about this game. It is addictive. It It has that action stylized kind of combat uh, gameplay feel where you're you're just ship and you're going through this level. Your mission is to get as get rid of the enemy so you go to the next stage. And it's an arcadey kind of style uh, point system. So the more you continue to go, the more your score goes up. Um, and you're trying to keep it at a high level, um, but with connected stuff. Just a great, great game. I mentioned Gree. There's the, you, everybody needs to have Gree. Hook. If it wasn't for Corey telling me this game was $2 and I buy it, I'm spending the four hours playing this game, messaging Corey like crazy. It's ahead, an amazing game. 
<laughs> That's all he wanted to say. <laughs> I was uh, I Hook is like the best two dollar puzzler game that you're gonna buy anywhere. That's all I have to say. Hook is so good. It is so good, it's worth every penny. Yes, it is completely just addictive. Uh, Corey probably gonna mute his microphone. <laughs> I'm just I'm just you know, along for the ride. That's all. Okay. Um and Benzo. This is because mm-hmm. of Celeste. I love sushi. I love bento boxes. I never got a chance to make a bento box. This is a puzzle style game that is very relaxing. It deals with cats. Very cute. The animate yes. the artwork in the animation. I I measured Celeste that I had to put my switch down and just look at it. And she Isn't did help. Cute. <laughs> it's, it's super adorable. <laughs> so I it's is real worth it. I mentioned just shapes and beats. The music in this game, the Shovel Knight remixes, is, is bonkers good. <laughs> it's 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 literally just addictive. I I I had to put it on the level of Forza Horizon Four when it comes to music. It's so good. Um, I mentioned Kamiko Katana Zero is a is the beautiful game. Um, really fast paced in action. Uh, later daters. Um, you play as uh, you're in a date, uh, old couple home, and you are trying to find someone to love and date. Uh, and so you can have a polyamorous uh, relationship. You can have a gay relationship. You can have a hetero relationship. You don't have to have a relationship at all. It is literally good. So for um, um, Lightfall, I mentioned um, Luminous, even though that uh, that kind of came. Uh, a little bit later. Um, Minute is good. Um, I haven't played a lot of Night Call, uh, but Mutant Year Zero is a great game. Uh, did you just like Google search every single indie game available on the Switch and just trying to... <laughs> I I kind of have this on. I tell everybody to get their ramen bowl. We got another question and what we've been playing to get through okay. still. <laughs> okay. Uh, Maybe cut quick- some of it. Okay, lie. okay, quickly. I'm sorry. Uh, on the Naki, uh, I'm um, sorry, I'm murder- gonna keep going. <laughs> okay, <laughs> murder by numbers. Um, there's more, and last but not least, Yoko Island Adventure. Can I throw in two real quick? <laughs> yeah, indivisible go for it. and bug fables. Oh, indivisible, is that what you said? Indivisible's awesome, yeah, yeah. and bug fables is the other one. What's what's so, bug fables? Bug Fables like is basically Paper Mario. Paper Mario. Oh, the really? original. Yeah. Oh, how cute. So if you're Paper- craving the uh, original Paper Mario battle system, play Bug Fables and you'll you'll itch that. Yeah. You'll re- scratch that itch. They released it, what, a week before Paper Mario? I think so. Yeah. Well, yeah. Great uh, timing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but go ahead, Corey, to the next one. I'm sorry. Uh, all right. Uh, you know what? Megan, we're gonna skip your question for now, uh, just because we've been we have been going kind of long, uh, but we're we're just gonna kind of anybody anybody playing anything interesting, anything fun, uh, just real quick before we get out of here. Um, I actually have. Um, so there's a uh, I think a, a Vici, uh, he was that DJ that passed mm-hmm. away. They mm-hmm. did a game for him. 
Um, and, and that's the only one that I'm going to just talk about. I got to play the demo of it, and it's a really fun game. It's a mixture of um, Guitar Hero uh, with Amplitude um, mixed in with it. And you can play it with your Pro Controller. You can play it with your um, your uh, Joy-Cons and stuff. Um, but it's really good. And what they do was, at parts, it'll be like they'll have a beat where it's just like you just hear the music, but you can actually fly the plane that you was controlling, like it's Star Fox. Oh. And you go do these rings, and they're part of the beat and nice. everything. And so you're trying to keep, once again, keep the score up. And it's just, it, it teaches you different things that you need, different button combinations that you need to do uh, with this. So uh, they are releasing uh, Ultimate Edition next month where they'll have all the DLC and all the tracks and everything. Um, so I plan on getting, I think it's 30 bucks if you want to get the Ultimate Edition. Um, but it's such a fun game. I played it over the weekend. I, it's been on the Switch for a while. Uh, but it was just like I was wondering what people thought about it because not a lot of people talked about it. And it's a very great game and a very great music. It's a lot of his uh, well-known tracks uh, before he passed away. So, um, and it has a—I think it has a story mode to it. If you're interested in that, so yeah, uh, you guys can check that one out. Cool. Uh, Dan, you played anything? Um. Yeah, I mean, I uh, like I was saying before, I'm playing Paper Mario. Um, Mario Maker 2 is the game that just never dies for me. I will always pick that up and keep playing and keep making levels. I just love it so much. <laughs> um, I'm probably going to actually download one of these games that you guys recommended on the, uh, about the indie games and check out something new. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. And then just to you know, stay on topic. I wanted to mention this movie I watched. It's called, uh, it's called indie game and it follows the developers of, um, I mean, this was made in 2011 or 2012. Mm -hmm. So there was a game called Fez that was, yeah. Do you remember Fez? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was like a really hyped up game and it just kind of followed the developers through the process of, um, making this game and what they had to go through to get it out there. So, um, I I seen it. You are you are in for a ride. Yeah, it's really good. So that's actually what got me into indie gaming. So um, you know, check that movie out. I think it was on Netflix uh, recently. It may still be there because that's where I seen it at. Yeah. yeah, that's where I watch it. So. It's on Amazon also. Um, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you for that. Because um, we've been watching High Score on Netflix. I need to watch that. I, I haven't watched it yet. I heard it's great. Yeah. it's We watched the Nintendo one. We watched the very first episode. And it just brought back some memories. I mean, I was I was born in the late 80s. And uh, so some things weren't... I wasn't... I don't remember exactly. But gosh, it made me nostalgic for malls. Shopping malls. <laughs> <laughs> Which are gradually disappearing in some places, or they're just not as populated as they used to be when I was growing up, and it makes me sad. You could uh, fool me from around here, because like we live, we live like five minutes from a mall, and it is packed like every day. Just even still through this Corona crap, it's just like not a parking spot open. It's crazy. Wow. But do they have some closed storefronts? Because our mall has like one wing where Sears was, where like all the stores over there have yeah. open real estate. <laughs> well, I think that JCPenney 
part is closed, but there's like a huge Apple store in there. There's like a, there's all kinds of like fancy things happening in there. Oh, he's got the, the charger. It looks like the laptop charger. <laughs> uh, but yeah, our mall is like, it's packed all the time. Plus there's like a lot of, I guess our mall isn't really like a typical mall. There's a lot of like fancy restaurants in there and like, mm-hmm. you know, things to, of course there's a Sabaro and a McDonald's in the food court too, but, you know. <laughs> but there, there's like a really like high priced pizza place in there called Dewey's pizza that my wife and I really like, but it's, it's specialty pizza and each pizza costs like 22, $23 for a pizza, Ooh, but it is the devil. Oh no, dude, it is really good pizza. Like it's, if look, if you want garbage, there's a Domino's two minutes from my house. Right. But if you want really good, just like the best pizza we get, we get like the barbecue chicken pizza and mm-hmm. we get the, like the Don Corleone, which is just like a bunch of Italian meats on it. And it's just, oh, it's just like, ah, oh, it's a good snack. Yeah, I'm no. getting a snack after this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. I, I eat dinner like at 5.30 my time. So uh, I'm starting to feel I, got, I, st- I still got some nachos from Taco Bell, Nacho Grande. I didn't get to go to Wendy's because they was backed up. So. Uh, but yeah, uh, Celeste, what are you what are you playing? I beat Origami King yesterday and yeah. I will try to I don't know if I'll one hundred percent it, but I'll try to you know, gather a few more things. And Twilight Princess H D on the Wii U, because I recently found a nine dollar copy of that game with the Wolf Link and Minna Amiibo. So I've been enjoying that a lot because I haven't played it since it was on GameCube. This was like 13, 14 years ago. I I mm. played it all the way through. So it's really cool reliving it. I'm in the forest temple right now with, with the cute little monkeys. Ah, uh, yes. What's that? Uh, how's it holding up? Like, I haven't played it since GameCube, but I remember it, like, actually being my favorite Zelda aside from um, Breath of the Wild right yep. now. Oh, I like this guy. He can stay. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite. It's my favorite Zelda. It's it's still beautiful. It's still fun. I'm using the Wii U gamepad to play with it, or you can use the Pro Controller. It the music's still great. I, I love that Link's backstory is developed a little bit more. He's part of this village in Ordon Village. the The only thing is with older games, instead of the seamless transition between areas, you have a little load <laughs> time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, that that is not a deal breaker for me. It's just so funny to go from Breath of the Wild, where everything seamlessly flows for the most part, except the oh my gosh, not dungeons, the shrines, shrines. shrines yes, shrines. thank you, thank you. Uh, those, I mean that that's which is funny because the dungeons are actually pretty seamless to get into the dungeons, and then the shrines are like you have a thirty second load to get into. Oh. Them. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, yes, it's. <sighs> It's good. Although I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a hot take. Midna is not my favorite side character. Not my favorite companion. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, well, I think T- Tattle is from Majora's Mask. Uh, you're allowed to be wrong. It's okay. I cleared out the room. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, to be fair, Celeste, like I said, I haven't really gave my all to Majora's Mask, so I cannot agree or disagree. Oh, I love um, Majora's Mask. I do too. Uh, 
I wish have, I wish uh, they would port the 3DS games to Switch. I don't even care if they look like that. I just want an HD version of the 3DS <laughs> games on the Switch. Like I, I don't even care at this point. I just I don't can't. have strong opinions on the sidekicks, so yeah, I don't either. Don't they're all pretty. No, I, they're, they're all they're pretty all bad. I don't hate them or anything. It's just I know a lot of people are obsessed with Minna, and she's cool. It's just Tattle's my favorite. I like Minna a lot. I don't. I don't dislike Minna. A lot of people. A lot of people like the boat from Wind Waker. Play through the whole thing, and we'll revisit this. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. But I will feel about Minna after. But I will say, I think Twilight Princess HD is the definitive version. I really like this one over the Wii, the Wii and GameCube version. Yeah, it's, it's fun. They 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 cleaned up a lot of the stuff that people had issues mm-hmm. with too. Uh, and um, the most important thing, you can pick up the dogs and cats. Okay, it's true. Thanks. I just <laughs> I, I know a lot of people have issues with the opening of Twilight Princess. I don't think the opening is bad. Like I don't. Mm-hmm. It teaches you how to play the game. It's look. I mean, if you want a bad opening, you go play Skyward Sword and play walk around that <laughs> floating island for five hours, and you're like, "Oh, jeez, hurry up!" Uh, <laughs> but I don't think Twilight but Princess is that bad. I I think it's important because it helps you develop a relationship, and you actually get to care about the characters before things happen. Yeah, you know, plus, yeah. just oh, by default, you have to save these people, but no, you these kids look up to Link. He's about seventeen, and they're you know, nine, 10, 13, whatever, they're kids. And that's a really cool dynamic. He cares about them, and I need to mm-hmm. care about them. Plus, you need to master wrestling that goat for 65 hours later. <laughs> so. It's knocked me on my butt every time. So uh, well, spoilers, you're going to have a real tough time with that final boss battle. <laughs> oh, it's been, it's been over a decade, so I'm uh, looking forward to it. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, they if they port it to Switch, day one purchase. That's yeah. all. Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah. I you, look. I will get. I will get it digitally and physically. I, Twilight Princess. Man, I've talked about this probably several times on the show at this point, but it came out at a time where I was kind of having a rough time, and it just kind of really. Everybody has that one game that helps them through rough times, and that game was mm-hmm. was it. So it. Man, Twilight Princess is a, it's a special I, I game. I tell Corey that the moment the moment they announced it for Switch, if they put it for pre-order that day. I'm I'm leaving the house. I don't care. I've, I'm recording the podcast. I'm gone. My thing is, I'm is like, like I'll be back. The just how functional that amiibo is in Breath of the Wild. I can't. Yes. I I am shocked they haven't put it on Switch yet. Like just for that simple fact alone, that that amiibo is so functional with. Uh, Breath of the Wild, but are you guys putting stock into that uh, Skyward Sword thing on the please, please friends do. Amazon? Please, I'm a, I'm a positive I person. I want it. <laughs> I want Skyward Sword so bad. I mean, it's the I only one that hasn't gotten a proper remake, really. Right, uh, the 3D ones like Ocarina and Majora are on 3DS. They got remade. Wind Waker and Twilight Princess are on Wii U. Like this is the last one, right? So. Yeah, I'd rather see Twilight Princess, but I would still. I feel like Skyward Sword deserves a second chance because it is it does establish the lore and it is fun, except for that dang heart game at the Lumpy Pumpkin that I'm really bad (laughs) at. Here's 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 Skyward Sword for me, right? Like if you're going to put on switch, take take the story, which is really fun. 
I really like Link and Zelda's relationship in that game. Take the take the story, take the art style, trash everything else. Just remake a whole game around it. <laughs> I thought wow. the planets were terrible in Skyward Sword. There was so many useless planets to go on. It was such a waste of time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like the one where you can collect bugs for that dude. Yeah, but there was planets that didn't even do that. <laughs> you had yeah. to sit there and like flap your wings for <laughs> ten minutes to get to the next one. It was, it, like that part was brutal. If we have to use the Joy Cons to play this game, I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> I will. I, I, I will I, wait for somebody to stream it I, or put it up on YouTube, and I will gladly watch that game in the background while I'm playing something else. <laughs> I will. I will give you guys a full review of that with the Joy Con. Can't can't wait I, for your perfect ten of Zelda Skyward Sword. Ed. <laughs> Look, it was it was a cool idea, but after a while, you just want a traditional Zelda the, game where you can sit down. The thing is, and, right. the thing is for me is like Skyward Sword was the game that we needed at the beginning. Like everybody was so sick yeah. and tired of motion controls by the time that game came out that I think that's like part of the reason nobody likes that game is like they think about the motion controls, which I, I mean, me included, right? Like I, I was so over I, I wasn't. I, I do not like the Wii. Like, at a, as big of a Nintendo fan as I am, I do not like the Wii. I like Wii Sports. I liked uh, turning the motion controls off in Twilight Princess, even though I was just like, screw it, I'm getting the GameCube version. I played very little on the Wii, and I, I had it on launch day. Like, I just... You name a Wii game, I probably haven't finished it. So, uh, I played about I, 15 hours of Skyward Sword, and I was like, I cannot do this anymore. Because, like, I got so frustrated because every couple seconds like i would have to recalibrate my wii remote and i would have to fight this skulltula and it would turn around and i'm like i don't want every little tiny enemy to be a puzzle i just want to go i want to solve the dungeon puzzles like what i did with the dungeons and stuff like the motion controls in the dungeons was cool but like when a giant skulltula comes flying off the ceiling and just starts swinging back and forth and you have to get your like horizontal swipe just right and then you hit your drink off the desk and you have to recalibrate your Wii remote just to fight this skull. I'm like, I'm done. I can't do this. I, I, I think for me, it was it felt so innovative and it just felt so new to me that I was able to do all of these things because I, I literally was just playing when I was playing PS3 and all of these other games. I was literally bored doing the same thing over and over. Now we're just like, give me something of a challenge and not just moving something on a harder difficulty, like make me feel like you really are making something fresh and new because i'm like i could pinpoint or connect this game to this game and skyward scores scored skyward sword made me feel different uh and just about everything it gave me a new idea and perspective of the zelda universe you know it wasn't about to me it wasn't about just switching you know doing stuff with the remote it was just like this world these characters flying around what can i get into what is something over there that i'm going to ex uh, experience and stuff and it just felt fresh to me and i like the i like that enemy the the uh, uh i cannot think of his name the purple guy like he was, him. oh about oh the, the the very flamboyant yeah yeah mm -hmm. yeah he, 
he was evil and I loved him. Like he just he, 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 his his laughter just made the game so good. I'm just like, oh, I'm gonna get you. Oh, you think you're gonna <laughs> laugh? I'm gonna I'm gonna tell that tale up. And it and it just felt so good to play that game. Ed, uh-huh. there someone shared a video with me where there's a theory that Girahim is the evil power behind Majora's mask. Ooh. 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 <laughs> it's good stuff if you like Zelda theory. Oh, it's yeah. good. But what you were saying, Ed, is like, um, I think that's something Nintendo does really well is they take these IPs and they just make them fresh every time it comes mm-hmm. out. And I'm with you. Like, I actually didn't mind the um, motion controls and Skyward Sword for the most part. Like when you have to flap around the whole entire thing, yeah, that got annoying. But like the sword stuff, that I thought that was cool. I thought that was innovative, and um, I just like that. That's something Nintendo does with all their IPs. Like Mario's different every time. Zelda's different almost every time. You know, so it, that that's cool. That's what's refreshing. It the, the price that Pikmin and Super Mario Galaxy got. It's the same upset that people got when they played Metroid Other M Skyward Sword. Mm-hmm. You know? And it was always just these different control mechanics. And I know we're about to end. Um, these different control mechanics that some people enjoyed and loved uh, when they nailed it. And then just stuff that they outright their outright was frustrated and, yeah. and anger about. Because I still, still to this day, I think Metroid Other M even though it had its story problems, it's still a fun game. And I'm like, this is the best Team Ninja has ever done. And if you, like, once again, I said, if you think I'm lying, go play Ninja Gaiden 1 and 2 on Xbox and see if you can manage those controls and that camera. Yeah. Hmm. We could have a whole episode about Zelda, which I'm I'm all in favor. <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> Celeste, you already know that we're doing the history of Zelda next year. Oh my God, <laughs> we are. Well, it's the 35th anniversary. Oh at my some God. point, we'll That's do a, something. We're gonna have to do like game by game because oh, <laughs> yeah. We, we, if we do a whole episode, um, it's gonna I be like die. a six-hour episode. I might just like go cry myself to sleep. <laughs> that that one is probably gonna be like in three parts because we got there's just yeah. sh- there's so might, many yeah yes. yeah because th- that means we got to talk about the CDI one yeah. oh, oh I haven't mm. played those I just know of them nobody <laughs> nobody, nobody <laughs> needs to know about the wand of Gamelon nobody wants to know what you can play a Zelda on one of them it's it's true. Something Nintendo all, refuses to do. <laughs> this is all I know. It came up for CDI, and that's it. Let's move on. Speaking of moving on, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna wrap this episode because I still have a couple other things I have to do tonight. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to Nintendo Power Block. Uh, we have moved the sh- live shows to Monday nights on Twitch. The show will go up on podcast feeds and YouTube on. Wednesdays now, so uh, sorry, you Tuesday listeners. Uh, you can check out Arsenal X on Tuesdays now, so you can, you can check that out. But uh, where was I going with that? I have no idea. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a long like two weeks. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, Ed, where can we find you? You guys can find me on Twitter at that and check out Option Opinion on SoundCloud and SoundCloud and other podcast apps. 
Uh, Celeste, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at FairyCrypt and also with another Zelda podcast if you like Zelda. And I don't mean that cute little dog. I mean the video game series, Zelda, in case there was any doubt. I was confused. (laughs) Was she she talking about Zelda Williams? Yes, we have a whole website dedicated to Zelda Williams. (laughs) She said dog, Ed. Oh. Uh, Dan, you want to remind everybody where they can find you if they want to follow you? Unless you don't want to, that's fine too. But uh, you can see me on Twitter at uh, dcdm99. Cool. Yeah. Yes. Uh, thank you for coming on. This was this was awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. That was a great conversation. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. You. Yes, thank you. Yes. We re- you have a lot of insight, and thank you for talking about food with us. <laughs> yeah. You're. Yeah. You're welcome back anytime you want to talk some <laughs> Nintendo and Indies and During stuff. During the whole food segment, Ed and Celeste are just smiling from ear to ear and so engaged. It was hilarious. <laughs> I know. This is how it is every week You like pie. Tell me more. Oh, I need to know everything. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at IamCoreyNHD. You can find all of our content on BossRushGames.com. Check out our upcoming PlayStation show going live on thursdays on podcast feeds so i'm very excited to share that with the world finally uh i think think that's it remember to like subscribe share rate and review wherever you consume the show thank you everybody so much for watching until next time we love you bye everybody